today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. All right, there has been no shortage of people lining up to discuss Ontario's soaring electricity rates and what can be done to somehow correct all of this. Uh, Yesterday, the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce made a call out on the provincial government to take steps to address the issue of affordable electricity and energy prices in Ontario and have even come up with a little idea of their own. Uh, To talk about all of this, Husefa Saeed is with us, policy and research analyst with the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce and is in studio with us now. Husefa, welcome. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having us. I think the first thing that, uh, that, that gets my attention in all of this uh, Huseva, is the fact that the chamber is even weighing in on this. Why is the chamber weighing in on something like this? Absolutely. So uh, I think for the longest time, um, for businesses and, and the chamber had accepted um, electricity and energy as just the cost of doing business. Like you have to pay it every month and, and you know, like we, we are where we are and, and, and that's okay. But over the last couple of years, especially, like we started noticing the data on it and, and more and more businesses, small and large, uh, coming to us and, and coming to chambers across Ontario, uh, complaining about how their their um bills were increasing at an exponential rate, uh, especially for small businesses. They were saying that we're not able to pay ourselves a living wage. Uh, we're almost going under. And it, it was simply because of something we don't even notice because, you know, we wake up, electricity is all around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's almost no community in Ontario where you won't find electricity, especially in the urban areas like Hamilton. So so it was it was assumed to be just, just another utility, but uh, we're at a point where everyone's projecting an exponential increase, um, continued increase in electricity prices and businesses are just fed up with it uh, and they don't see a way out. And, and, you know, subject matter experts and chambers of commerce, when we look at the whole system, uh, we don't see a small-term fix. We, we, we realize that this is a long-term fundamental problem and just advocating the government uh, for small fixes and small breaks for businesses here and there, that's not going to change the issue. So, mm-hmm. so now we're proposing uh, in the document released yesterday the, uh, a submission to the province's long-term energy plan that the province needs to fundamentally rethink the principles by which it has tried to govern. Uh, and it's not just the Liberal government, it's it's the PCs before them, NDP before them. They've all made decisions on, on this file. They've all passed the buck. That have led us to where we are today. And, and this is not just about today, but because we are locked into a lot of these conditions for the next 20, 30 years. And, and, that, and that's obviously the issue that you're getting from businesses, I'm guessing, is because they don't know how to plan for this moving forward because there just seems to be no end in sight in the, in the increases. So how do they plan for something like that? Exactly. And I think, I think that's one of our key principles. And it's a pretty odd principle to ask for. It's just transparency. Um, like while like there's uh, issues and recommendations about the price itself and, and uh, affordability and, and predictability, like the biggest one is that people simply do not understand what's happening and why their bill is the way it is. Like for the longest time, um, people did not understand what debt retirement charge was and, and they had to open their history books into 1999 to realize how we ended up there. They don't realize what global adjustment global is. Adjustments and, and just yeah. last week, um, the OE, uh, Ontario Energy Board refused uh, a call by the Auditor General of Ontario to uh, release details on, on, on what's happening there. But I think... They said it would be too confusing. Do you think it would be too... How is more information bad for people? Exactly. I, th- I think it's it's about like um, respecting... Uh, a very unique kind of consumer here. Um, and, and I think the, the way, uh, what I mean by that is that in, in many other industries, like if you're wanting uh, a better road and you just go ask for it and the government builds it and comes out of the tax base, um, 
But in this case, no matter what happens to uh, the utility, the consumers pay for it. So it's the best way to explain it. And, and that really upsets businesses because a lot of them have this assumption, when I, well, at least when we talk to them, that we just don't have enough you know, power plants and maybe we need to you know, build more wind plants and mm-hmm. it'll solve our problems. But the issue in Ontario is actually the complete opposite. Uh, and a lot of people don't know that in that we actually have a gap between supply and demand of negative 14%. We're actually producing at minimum 14% more, and you have hydroelectric plants that are just letting water go through them because of global adjustment. And what global adjustment means, and it's a very complex topic, but in simple terms is um, we're paying um, tax uh, businesses and consumers in in, uh, New York, in in Quebec, in, in, in other provinces to buy excess electricity from us. And we're on the hook for that. Add less money than it's costing exactly. for us to produce it. Exactly. It's actually at a negative money. And, yeah. and, and, and every month there's at least uh, 200 plus uh, energy production hours um, on average where um, we're producing negative energy, where we're producing energy that we actually are producing just to sell. Um, and, and, and this is a very unique kind of consumer where you, you're paying for what you're consuming and then you're paying for what the government is selling because of the contracts they got into to other people. Uh, and you're on the hook for that. And then uh, the, the government turns around at you and says, well, actually, you w- you're not really supposed to know why that's happening or what that's going to look like 5, 10, 15 years they, from now. Plus, they get penalized for conserving, for using exactly. less. It just exactly. doesn't make sense. Exactly. So, so you know, the, the whole conservation thing, like businesses are trying to do it and they're, they're retrofitting, uh, you know, their, uh, their facilities and then they're, they're trying to use, uh, you know, electricity in off-peak hours. But... At the bottom line, that's actually, if you think about it, making the pl- problem exponentially worse for the problem. It's like there's someone sitting, uh, you know, in the in the hydro board saying, "Well, that's actually doesn't make sense. Where am I going to sell this electricity? <laughs> exactly. Because because even the other states, like they're saying, you know, there's only so much we can take, um, and if you want to dump more electricity on us, um, we're going to pay you less and less." Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.